Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. Confession restores broken fellowship. What'd you say? Confession restores broken fellowship. Well, Pastor, we shouldn't have broken fellowship. Should we? No, we shouldn't. But you know what? The Bible says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And because of that, sin will cause our fellowship with the Father to be broken at times. Well, Pastor, I don't want to do that. I don't either. You know what? We don't have to. But it's so important if it does occur and when it occurs that we know what to do. We highlighted this particular uh, message. We said this, For the believer who is out of fellowship with God, he or she must get back in right position. That means in a position of blessing. To get back a sense of restoration. A sense of restoring. Well, Pastor... I mean, is my is my relationship broken with God when I miss it, when I sin? No, your relationship isn't. But sin will affect your relationship by the possibilities of breaking fellowship with God or separating you in a sense of your heart being grieved and your understanding and you have the confidence which is faith itself of knowing that God hears you and that God is not angry at you he's not mad at you well pastor I, you don't know what I did I've blown it I, I just I, I've done it over and over again I, God couldn't be pleased with me well God is never pleased with sin but God is pleased with you when you make him your Lord and your Savior and when you know that you need God and that he's the one that can restore you or get you back in right position so that you can walk in that empowerment of faith the way he wants you to, then he's pleased with that. God is pleased with yours and my faith. So in times past, we talked about uh, different aspects of confession, uh, confessing uh, 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 of the Jews, uh, and confessions uh, of and everybody thinks about confession as when sinners confess to be saved. And that is so important. And that is so uh, dramatic but, and, and it is needed. But this confession, we're talking about believers, Christians, who have a walk with God, who know God, and have done something or allowed something to get in the way of fellowship or fellowship to be broken. And we're first, we're going to give you an example in the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, of a broken fellowship of a whole people as a result of sin. And you'll see how it's described in the Old Co Covenant, in, in the King James, that very uh, rhythmic musical word, wording of the scripture. Israel had been carried away into Babylon. They had left Zion, and they were in Babylon. They were in trouble. <laughs> they were saying, why? Because they missed it. In Psalms 137, starting at verse 1, and we'll look at four verses here. Psalms 137, verse 1. 
again this it will be the ERV are the uh, are the easy to read because it gives us a little clearer uh, than even the uh, musical King James but it's the same word in Psalms 137 verse 1 it says this we sat by the rivers in Babylon and cried as we remembered Zion they remembered when they were in right fellowship with God and they were walking and doing what he told them to do notice what they did verse 2 we hung our harps nearby they're on a the willow tree. They had been playing music. They had been having a good time because they were not only in right relationship, but they were in, in good fellowship. Verse 3 says this. They're in Babylon. Those who captured us, and they were captured when they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Again, they're in Babylon. Those who captured us told us to sing. Our enemies told us to entertain them. They said, sing us one of your songs about Zion. They couldn't do it. Notice verse 4. But we cannot sing the Lord's song in a foreign country. What do you mean? You can sing when you're in a different country. Well, what they were referencing here, here is faith doesn't have a song when fellowship is broken. When their relationship with the Father was broken, because of disobedience, because of doing either with us and them, either doing something that should have done or not doing something <laughs> that, that, that uh, they should have, the fellowship was broken with the Father. And therefore, they didn't have that happy song. They couldn't play, get the harps out and play the music of Zion and be cheerful and excited because their fellowship was broken. You know, married couples, you understand this for sure. When something goes wrong between a husband and wife, uh, there's sadness in the house. That old saying that all husbands ought to know if they don't. If mama's not happy, ain't nobody happy in the house. If mama's not happy in the house, there's no one going to be happy. And that's including the dog, the cat, or whoever it is. <laughs> we need to make sure there's good communication, good fellowship. Uh, when Sister Elle and I are flowing together and there's peace in the house, boy, it is just a, a heaven on earth. But thank God for the word. Thank God for the fact that we've grown. Because there have been times when I said something or did something or didn't do something I should have done and our fellowship broke and she got angry and there was, I mean, and we just got out of sorts with each other. And it caused the whole house not to feel in proper order. And you know, that's one thing that sin does. It gets us out of order and it causes our faith not to work. We lose our testimony the moment we sin. What do you mean you lose your testimony? You lose your relationship? No, I didn't say you lost your relationship, but you lose your testimony. In other words, the words that come out of your mouth aren't going to be happy. They aren't going to be joyful. They aren't going to be a song of joy because sin is contrary to the will of God. And sin will cause you to be sin conscious or the devil will will say, hey, you're not even saved. You're not right. Look at you. If you had, you would have done this. He'll, he'll, he'll uh, 
get get a big two by four and and give it to you and say now beat yourself over the head with it he wants you walking in guilt he wants you walking in condemnation but jesus came and he redeemed those of us that were lost and that was all of us and we have been redeemed from the curse the penalty the punishment of the law but sin always puts the light out the light of refreshing the light of illumination so that you can see what to do so you can see where to go so you can see where not to go and your faith will tremble in darkness of a broken fellowship God we need to stay in constant committed fellowship with you that's so important why forgiveness restores fellowship when you and I walk in forgiveness and that's God's best our fellowship can be restored if you miss it if you do something wrong and we've all done it we've all said things that we shouldn't have said we've done things that we shouldn't have done but thank God Jesus made a way back to right fellowship relationship didn't change but fellowship when sin comes in breaks it but he's also made a way back and he's made a way out whatever mess we got ourselves in by disobedience by not listening and doing what God said to do and that's listen to his word God gave us a way back and that's forgiveness because that will restore any broken fellowship that you had well how do you know that pastor because the word said us told us that in Isaiah 43 verse 25 Isaiah 43 verse 25 it says this and God said I even I am he that blotted out thy transgressions for mine own sake because he loves us he blotted it out when we ask for forgiveness when we ask him to when we repent and go back to him and be we ought to be quick to repent and we ought to be quick to forgive those that have done something against us. But God said, and I will not remember thy sins. When we ask him for forgiveness, he won't even remember our sins anymore. The Bible says he, he puts them in the sea of forgetfulness. In other words, it's like they never even happened to him. Well, Pastor, I know, and I have that sense of guilt and shame. Well, you know what we need to do? We need to wash ourselves in the word continuously so that we want so that that sense of restoration will be restored now God forgives us and he and he it's just like it never happened whatever it was well pastor it was bad even if it was you know as long as you go to God there's nothing you can do that's too bad that you can't be forgiven of you know that's good news for all of us pastor give me another word on that in Jeremiah 31 verse 34 Jeremiah 31 verse 34 and it says this and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying know the Lord for they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest of them doesn't matter who you are what kind of education background you have no matter how much money you have what position you're in notice what he says from the least of them unto the greatest of them says the Lord for 
I will forgive their iniquities. Thank God. And he didn't stop there. And I will remember their sin no more. He puts it in a sea of forgetfulness. If God has no memory of our sin that broke our fellowship with him, why should we? We shouldn't. But, you know, our mind has to be continually transformed or renewed to do that. Because there's a sin consciousness would come. Because when we meditate on the problem, we, we meditate on what we did, did instead of meditating on God's forgiveness, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep us in that position, a wrong position, of thinking that I'm just an old wretch undone. Well, uh, we were before we made Jesus our Lord and Savior. But once we made him our Lord... He made us the righteousness of himself. So, it is not the Holy Spirit who is convicting you. Oh, no. I thought the Holy Spirit convicted us of our sin. Well, when we're saved, we've been redeemed from our sin. Well, who is it then that's causing that condemnation and that in me? It is Satan trying to take advantage of you. Well, you know, sin separates, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And it'll separate sin. That's the reason folks say, well, you know, I, I live, thank God for grace. And I love the grace teaching. And, and the right grace teaching is that we have unmerited favor with God. But sin is a problem. And it will be a problem. It won't break our relationship but it can break our fellowship. And so sin can affect our good relationship with God. And we need to know that God has forgiven us, that he's redeemed us, and that he wants us back in right fellowship with him. Notice in Psalms 103, Psalms 103, starting at verse 3, and this is King James, he said this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Getting in the word. Find out what he said, who he is and who we are. Verse 2 said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. If I don't rehearse myself in God's word, in the Bible, I won't know or I won't remember all the benefits that are mine. And one of them is the forgiveness, the cleansing power of his blood, of the word that will continually wash us. The more we get in the word, the more we transform or renew our mind with the word, the more we're going to stay in not only right relationship, but right fellowship. And notice verse 3 in Psalms 103. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. And know what else he does? Who healeth all thy disease. Sometimes people may wonder and they'll think, well, I, I, I don't know if the Lord will hear me or not because I've done so much. Well, God w does hear you and he forgives you when you ask him to. He doesn't remember whatever it was that was done anymore. So you quit bringing it up. You quit talking about it. You quit saying how bad it is. And how bad you're doing, how God can't bless you anymore, because he can. But you got to walk in that. Pastor, what does that mean? That means 
we need to know that our confessions, what we say, what comes out of our mouth, brings forgiveness. Pastor, you definitely going to have to give me an example about that. Well, let's give you some good examples in First in John 1, where he tells us and gives us some scripture that we need to feed our faith on. You know, so many of, of uh, the many book that Brother Hagin uh, and that we give out, that our, our announcer will t- tell you about, that's called In Him. When you read that book and when you see what the Word says you have and what you're entitled to in Him, and you continually feed and build yourself up in that, your confidence and the forgiving, forgiving power of God is going to be uh, released in everything that you do. Yes, it matters that you stay in the Word. It matters that you focus in what God's Word says. Again, 1 John 1. Verse 3 says this, That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Fellowship. It's more than just two fellows in a ship. And it's more than just a dinner, too. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. When you're in right relationship, I mean, (laughs) <laughs> and when you're in right relationship, when you make him your Lord, but when you stay in right fellowship, your joy is going to be full. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Verse 5, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light. He's the light of the world. And in him is no darkness at all. Darkness is, is a type of, of sin. In God, there's no darkness, no sin in God. And, and God, no, there's not going to be any sin in heaven. The only time there ever was, was it got cast out, and that was the devil. And he uh, wanted to, uh, went crazy and thought he could o- overthrow God. But notice, and that was impossible. And he got cast out and any angels that were following him. But notice verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him, very important, and walk in darkness, we lie. When you have fellowship with God, you're not going to walk in darkness. Well, Pastor, what if I keep making the same mistakes again? You need to build yourself up on your most holy faith, the word. Why? Because we're not doing the truth. If you're walking in darkness, you're not doing the truth. You're not doing what the word says. Note verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. Not only will broken fellowship with God affect your relationship, or excuse me, your fellowship with him, but it'll affect others around you. You'll start acting crazy and saying wrong things around them. Hurting people tend to hurt people. Don't do it. Again, verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. His blood cleanses us. The word cleanses us. Verse 8. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is, is not in us. Hey, the Bible said we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But thank God he made a way back and a way out. If we confess our sins, confession is that way. He is faithful and just or right or righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Don't allow the enemy to get you in guilt and condemnation. Even if you blow it, be quick to repent and quick to forgive. 
And the verse 10 says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. But thank God when we put his word in us by reading and studying it, we're going to walk in the blessings of God. Christians who are out of fellowship with God because of sin in their lives shouldn't be. Fellowship is mentioned four times in that passage that we just read. They were written to the believer, not the sinner. First, as a warning not to let yourself allow broken fellowship by getting in sin. Don't do it. But then, secondly, to show the way back. Glory to God. If we have, God made a way back. Notice what 1 John 1, 6 said, and this is the easy to read. Read in King James 4. He said this. So if you say that we share in life with God, but we continue living in darkness, we are liars. Pretty plain. Who don't follow the truth. So, if I'm continuing to get in the mess, it's because I'm not following the truth. I'm not being a doer of the word. In other words, if we are out of fellowship and declare that we are, are all right, we're not telling the truth. What I need to do, the Bible said the truth will set or make you free. Only way that you can really get free and stay free. It's getting the word. And, but you got to saturate yourself in it. You got to make it first place in your life. You can't allow anything else to get before and in between God, Jesus, and you. And the way you keep that from happening is stay in his word. Build yourself up in the word. Read the word. Study the word to show yourself proof that you can rightly divide the word of truth. And God will help you. We need to remember, he said, Faithful and just that he is, faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, we have to realize that we should make it clear that if we have sinned, when you sin, you know it. Amen. <laughs> don't think, well, what if I sin and don't even realize it? I don't, uh, I mean, you know it when you when you miss it and when you do things that are contrary to God's word, it's clear. And the instant that happens or the moment that happens, what should I do? We should repent. We should confess it to God so we can get back in right fellowship with him. Relationship didn't change. You're still a son. You're still a daughter of God. But your fellowship had been broken. And God wants you to know that you are right. Are a forgiven son or daughter and he loves you and all his promises all his blessings are at your faith tips and what you say is vitally important forgiveness restores fellowship amen let's bow our heads for a moment of prayer Heavenly Father we just thank you so much Lord there are individuals out there right now that are listening that are seeing and have heard this word that that have done things that they're ashamed of and the enemy has came and told them that they'll never be right with God anymore. First of all, we say unto you, that is a lie. Remember, the devil, Satan, is the father of lies. And anytime he comes and tell you, tell you something, you got to realize the opposite is most definitely true. And Jesus said he came to give you and I life and life more abundantly. 
So when we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So right now, just ask God to help you. Just say it right now. Father, forgive me. Cleanse me. I was wrong. Thank you, Lord, for making a way back to you. I see that way, and I'm going to go the way that you tell me to go and do what you tell me to do. In Jesus' name, amen.